0: And very good, praise the Lord. I trust that you had a good good uh, breakfast. And it's not the final meal yet. I understand that's going to be lunch tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> How many of you have put on weight already? <laughs> Don't remind me, tell somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I I have really had a good time here, you know, and uh, I want to thank once again, Pastor Elwin, even for the kind invitation to minister. And I've grown, uh, I've got to know so many of you here, and I really appreciate. I really appreciate even your fellowship. I really appreciate your life, and what the Lord is doing. I appreciate each one of you so very much, you know, for being i uh, here to be open to what the Lord has for you and uh, you're so wonderful, you're so warm, you know, and if I have the time, I would love to sit down with you and talk to you and hear your stories more, you know, you've got so much in you, you know, I love to hear stories, not just tell stories, but I love to hear your story, you know, and it's wonderful, you know, and uh, so, so thank you so very much, I'll remember this camp for a long, long time, praise the Lord. You know, when I first checked in here, or when I first came, you know, arrived here, it was about, I think about 6-6 six, six something, I think that some of you were going for your dinner already, and I was lost for a while, and then I came to this room, and uh, I think uh, uh, some of the AV people were were trying to set things up already, you know. And uh, they saw me, you know, and looking for the place and all those things and they, they were so very helpful, all right. So one of them let me out later. But I was talking to some of them and said, Oh yeah, wow, you're not going for dinner. He says, No, we have to set one all, we have to set up all these things first, otherwise, you know, there will be no service, you know. I said, No, no, no go for go for dinner first ah. he said, no 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 we have to set this one up first, you know. You see that's how committed they are, you know, that's how committed they are, you know. And uh, <laughs> I hope, I hope that you, Dad, you, know, you know who you are. I hope you did get to have your dinner that night. <laughs> you know, praise the Lord. And for the young people here, you know, really appreciate you, you know. And uh, for you to sit through even the service, you know, I know sometimes it may not be that easy. You know, uh, you may feel like bit out of place. And whether the messages and all that apply to you or not, but I believe that God can touch you. You know, I was touched when I was uh, in in one of these camps, this kind of camps, you know. And I was just about uh, about 20, 21 years old, you know, uh, uh, older than many of the young people here. But then, I tell you, it was then that the presence of the Lord was so wonderful. And that's why I always appreciate and love church camps, you know. So, this is the final day already. Uh, After that, we... Well, we go back uh, uh, to our various places May the Lord bless you, may the Lord be with you And may you continue to thrive in the Lord And grow even in your faith And yet also uh, see the realization of the dreams and visions That God has placed even within your heart I am thankful for even this theme itself You know, on uh, dream big and all that It has uh, caused me to focus on certain Aspects of life and ministry and how vital it is I have been in a way doing it already without realising it But now it brings me uh, a, a clearer focus in this area And I think part of my life and ministry is to encourage people in their dreams and in their vision Right? because uh, we can easily forget it uh, or we can easily, you know, uh, 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 be, be distracted in this and so many things can cause us to just uh, 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 forget about pushing forward even to see the fulfillment of the dreams. For example, you know, in my, uh, I, I had an invitation to go to Philippines uh, just uh, last month. I think it was the last month. And it was supposed uh, to be to do a training session, a mentoring session for about 70, 80 pastors, you know. So with that, okay, I said, oh, okay, okay, I, I will go, you know, and I, I accepted the invitation. So when it came, uh, came uh, uh, usually I book my air very, very, very close the day. But this time, you know, to catch the the cheaper flight, I booked it a bit earlier, you know, at Asia. You know, so I booked it earlier and all those things. And then when it came nearer the date, you know, I... Suddenly I, I remember the pastor sending me something, you know, about the details of the thing, you know. Am I supposed to be there or not? You know? And so I checked back the email and that lo and behold, supposed to be a Zoom
1: meeting.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> so I can do it anywhere, you know? And then they were just telling us, uh broadcasting and all those things. I said, oh no, it's supposed to be a Zoom meeting, and I already bought the ticket, you know. And I bought one-way ticket only, unfortunately, alright. Because uh, sometimes I just want to see what the Lord has for me, so and all those kind of things, you know. and open, so I say, oh no, okay, have to cancel it, uh, You know, I thought of cancelling already, but after that, I thought, well, since I already purchased ticket, it might as well go, huh? yeah. uh, At that time, the ad, the ad ticket wasn't much because it was uh, uh, on the promo price and you know, all that. I said, no I just uh, you know, I just go ahead, you know, and uh, see what the Lord has, you know. And then I look at the map again, and then I look, hey, you know, actually Cebu, or, that, or rather Lapu-Lapu City, is, uh, 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 I know I know of a certain person, a young man, all right, in Palapak. In Palapak, which is on Sama Island. So I look at the map, wow, Palapak is here, Cebu is here. It's quite far, but it's doable. It's doable if I want to, you know. And I'm the adventurous type, you know, I just want to, you know, just go out and just uh, see whatever, you know, uh, 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 without arranging, uh, uh, without going into the, the details of all the arrangements. So I said, yeah, it's doable. So I planned for that, you know, and I, I connected with the person and say, I'm going to visit, through uh, another person, I'm going to visit Palapak, you know you know, uh, since I'm already there in Cebu, you know. And the person was so happy, you know. Oh, thank you, thank you, you know. And she was from there, but she is now in Malaysia. So, uh, I made a trip, you know. And then somehow, God connected me, you know, uh, from there. I I do not know of anybody in Leyte or or anybody outside of uh, uh, Cebu, you know. But God connected me with uh, Pastor Sito. And Pastor Sito is the uh, the district superintendent of the Assemblies of God of the Eastern Visayas area. And I say, wow, you know. Yeah, somehow just got connected and after that he offered to drive me there some more. Wow, now that's about it's a long journey, about seven, eight hours, you know. So it's a long journey. And I don't know the road condition and all that. I say, no, uh, are you sure? Are you sure? I, I haven't even met him yet. You know, I don't even know him. You know, but he says, Yes, I will drive you, you know. So, well, we met up and he drove me there, you know, and uh, we visited uh, Park and all the Sama Island. And I discovered that Sama Island is one of the least evangelized and one of the poorest in the Philippines. And the Lord, of course, uh, uh, set a burden in my heart. But after meeting uh, the, the young man and then after that, you know, he's doing a good job, just a young man, 27 years old. And uh, he graduated from Bible school and he decided to just go to Palapa. By faith, no support at all. So the, and it that reminded me of my earlier days, you know, you just go out, just do it, you know. And no support at all, you know. So I, I don't know, that's why I wanted to visit him. And I visited him and all those things, and then we begin to connect and all those kind of things. And then later this friend, uh, a member who is from Dessays, they are so encouraged. They are so encouraged because they were about to close the work already. You know they were to come because they are I mean all alone struggling right at the, right out there in the northernmost part, it's not easy. it's not easy, but this young man, he has persevered over one over more than a year already, you know, without financial support, without anything, but fortunately a house was open for them and he has started a children's ministry. they may have, they have about twenty, thirty children, which is very good already you know and uh, that's how a lot of churches started isn't it? from the children you know and so uh, I, I encouraged him you know and uh, supported him and now we are going to, to, to connect even further you know and, uh, and, and and the sister was saying oh thank you so very much you know we are so encouraged we are about to close the work but when this is the shed uh, the work in Palapak to another another uh, a person you know uh, 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 uh who has the means you know to support the work from the mission side you know wow the moment she you know the the the, the brother hear about it, war wow, she he asked all kinds of questions you know and this and that and that so i asked the I ask sister so how did the meeting go he said oh, she just shook her head <laughs> you know her spirit was down already whatever fire she has from that bond with that brother, she has gone down already, you know, and she is so down. Now, some people can really tear you down, you know, and your vision, and and your dreams, you know, you have to be very careful. Otherwise, you'll be sucked under, you know. So I felt sorry for that sister. I continue to encourage her, you know. And so you find that I think, I think if we can do that, we keep encouraging one another in the vision and the dreams. Now, not all of this will come to pass. It does not matter, you know. But let us journey together, amen. Let us journey together rather than, you know, you know pour cold water, you know, uh, uh, over that brother or sister before. He or she can even share the vision, you know. And the person may not even be asking for air. Anything, not financially or otherwise, you know, maybe just for prayers, but many times, oh, we just douse out the flame and all that. So it is a very important ministry for each and every one of us, you know, right? And, uh, uh, to encourage one another, even in the vision and in the dream that God has for each one of us. And I'm excited, all right? I'm excited about summer. I know that God is doing uh, something over there, and I do plan to continue to go over there again. So from one small incident, I thought it was a mistake. Ah, yeah, why, I, I don't know, why do I buy the... Uh, uh, <laughs> Well, why did, why, why, how come I wasn't careful enough to read the email carefully, you know, I could have done it on Zoom, but instead I spent about two weeks over there, or more than that, you know, but it was a glorious time, you know, the Lord just opened one thing after another, and i tell you some of the most wonderful pastors in the Philippines I met over there, and we continue to keep in touch, so you never know, alright? So sometimes you you may have made a mistake or you made a slip somewhere and yet God can just turn it around and even extend His purpose for your life. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And so this morning, uh, this is the final session and uh, uh, we have been talking, we have been talking uh, quite a number of things already. We talk about dreams and visions from Acts chapter 2 verse uh, 1 to verse 17. talk about dream big and start small from 1 Kings on the life of uh, on the beginning of the ministry of Elisha. We talk about dream dreams, alright, from Acts chapter 2, verse 17, and uh, yesterday morning, we talk about dreams and actions, should and strike, from 2nd Kings, and on the final days of uh, Elisha, and last night, we talk about dream again, alright, from the life of Ruth. So for this final session, I've been just uh, kind of uh, praying and just wondering what what, uh, what, what can I live with you all, alright? I haven't talked about Caleb yet. I haven't talked about Joseph yet, I know. And uh, I haven't talked about Hannah yet, you know. And uh, uh, so many so many dreamers in the Bible, I could, you know. And uh, uh, his, his, all, all, all of them live powerful uh, uh, lives on, in the areas of dreams and visions and have a lot of things to teach us, you know. But the final session here, if I can, i would like, you no, know, because uh, uh, I, I'm the practical person, you know. After all the talk and all those kind of things, finally, okay, the, the question is how. How to do it, you know. If you have all the theory, you don't know the how, then you find that, uh, you know, uh, uh, you will not benefit much. And uh, just like the Apostle Paul, for example, you read all his letters, you know, uh, he wrote uh, so many letters and he, some of the letters are so deep, you know, theologically. You know, and he always start off with the doctrines, you know, theology. I mean, like Romans, you read, oh, wow, that's heavy stuff, you know. And uh, even Ephesians, the first few chapters, whoa, heavy stuff, you know, and all the same. But every time, he, after he talks about theology and doctrine, there is always the application part. How does all these things affect your life? And it begins to dwell in on the practical side. And so I like to try to touch on the practical side, even of dreams and visions. And so I just was preparing and just said, man, there, there's so much out there. All right. You know, and those of you from the corporate circle, you know it. All right. I mean. That's what team building is all about. They have hammered into your head, you know, all those things, the uh, corporate uh, uh 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 sessions together, and and all the all the uh, gurus out there, you know, and uh, on how to really capture dreams and visions, you know. And uh, uh, I thought and thought and really couldn't couldn't bring everything together. There's so much out there, couldn't bring everything together. Until finally, I, hey, you know, just. There's this book in the Bible, actually, you know, I, I, I know the book already and all of you know the book, or all of you know that book, very, very familiar. But as, as I begin to look more into it, hey, everything is already there in the Bible, actually, you know, it's already all there, step by step. Would you believe it? Step by step, how, how to develop even that kind of a dreamer or a visionary kind of a lifestyle, you know, that dreams and visions, how to see it come to pass and all that, step by step and in order also. You no, know, So I was amazed, so that's why uh, this morning we are going to touch on that. It may be very simple, you know, it's not profound uh, uh, theory and all that, but just uh, sharing and going through the scripture with you, even from this short, beautiful book of the Bible that talks about the vision. Everybody say, the vision. The vision. The vision. Let's read together, alright? And uh, Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 to verse 4. I will send my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end he will speak and he will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. There is a God's prophet by the name of Habakkuk. Now this book here, you know, just a few chapters, and, uh, and you can just easily read it in one sitting. Short, brief, but powerful. And the book of Habakkuk was written around the year 600 BC, before Christ. Wow, that's a long time ago, all right? And uh, uh, so, six hundred uh, uh, years before Christ, and it's about a man by the name of Habakkuk. He was whining and complaining before God, you know, and he doesn't like the way things are doing are going in his country, in the country of Judah. You know, there's corruption, there is injustice, there is poverty, and well. I can identify Malaysia with that as well. You know, I, know, but I don't know about Singapore. you know. And he was whining to God about it. And I said, God, why don't you do something? Why don't you do something? And God responded. I says, as a matter of fact, I will do something. I will do something. I have a plan. And so God told uh, Habakkuk further on this plan i'm going to punish this nation the nation of judah you know and i am going to use another nation to punish my nation my 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 people judah and guess which other nation god is going to use babylon and, and uh, I'm going to, uh, and God, say, God told uh, 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 in chapter 1, or right, in Habakkuk chapter 1, God, God told uh, Habakkuk, I'm going to use a more wicked nation to punish my people. And then Habakkuk thought and said, God, that's not fair. Not fair at all. How can you use a more wicked nation to punish your people who is less wicked? Logical sense, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, you know, he makes log- logical sense, you know. And so, this Habakkuk complain, 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 alright. And he, and he say so, finally he says, Okay, I God, I'm going to climb up, I'm going to climb up the wall. And I am going to stand on the wall there. And I'm going to wait for your answer. Wow, <laughs> you know. And, God, and he has the aud- audacity to do that, you know and God responded to him all right and this is the passage that we have read all right when he says i will stand on my watch you know and then he, and he says god answer me how can it's not fair for you to do that how can you use a more wicked nation to punish your people and god answered him god answered him And at the end of it, the argument is still there, you know, in in Habakkuk chapter 2. But by the time you you reach uh, the end of uh, Habakkuk chapter 2, God finally finally says something like, Habakkuk, why don't you just shut up? You know? And then after that, go into chapter 3. Habakkuk says something like, God, I think that's a good idea. I will (laughs) shut up. (laughs) You know? And then so, so you find that, uh, you find that the Habakkuk, is, the book of Habakkuk is basically conversation between God and Habakkuk in that manner. Very, very interesting. Rabbi, right, it teaches us about vision. It teaches us about the vision. You see, vision is so very, very powerful. It's so very important in our life. In fact, that's what life is all about. All right? Vision is just you know, getting from where you are to where you want to be. Or where you think god wants you to be in simple uh, 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 language all right uh, vision will make it make your life vision will direct your path vision will determine how successful you are how far you go in life in fact as the bible says in in uh, proverbs twenty nine eighteen, without vision the people perish all right and so you find that we all live by vision now vision is not ambition it's a bit different from ambition Ambition is your earthly desire, your inner desire. You need to accomplish something in life. But when we talk about vision, it's a thing that God has placed within your heart. A burden, a passion, something that He has created you for. That is a purpose that God has for you. So, yeah, it is ambition, but it is stronger than that because it has been put there. God has created you even for that purpose. And so you find that uh, you, uh, uh, all those people who have accomplished anything in life, one common denominator is vision. They are driven by a vision. You know? And a study was done, of those Fortune 500 people, you know, and the top 200 people. What is the one common factor that caused them to be so successful in the world, in, uh, uh, in, in life? You know? And you'll find that all of them are driven by vision. You know, you talk about you know, any, anybody, all right? Uh, the richest people in 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 Singapore, in Malaysia, and all those uh, 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 great people that we know of. There are all kinds of visionaries. All right, all kinds of visionaries. You know, in the area of sports, they are visionaries. They accomplish great things. In the, uh, in the area of IT, they are visionaries. They, they did tremendous things. All right, so all of this is, these are visionaries. That's why, you know, we, we, uh, our vision is so very, very important, so very critical in life. So the question is how do we develop? How do we capture that vision? How can we build that vision in our life? so that you will be able to accomplish what God has for us. Now, John Maxwell defined vision as this. The ability to see. Everybody say that. The ability to see. The faith to believe. The faith to believe. And the courage to act. And the courage to act. I think, I think that's very comprehensive. That's very good, alright? So, vision is that... Uh, uh the ability to see all right and uh, not just for the present but many times for the uh, into the future as well you know of the things that are not yet and yet they are able to see it and uh, it is also the faith to believe and the courage to act i think that's quite comprehensive and you'll see some of these even as we go along so how do we develop uh, this vision in our life in our ministry in whatever things that we do the vision Okay, the first step, and I say, you know, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all inside these few verses itself. You know, I'm just uh, bringing it, uh, uh, highlighting it to you. He says what? I will stand my watch. I will stand on my watch. That's the first step. You want to develop any vision? Alright, and uh, that is to stand on my watch. And what does that mean? That means yeah, for us here, yeah, we have to seek God for it. I will stand there, I will stand my watch, I will be on the alert, I will be ready, you know, I will seek God for it, alright, I will pray about this, you know, and I will see what the Lord, what the Lord has to say even concerning this matter. So the first step in any uh, search for for that for personal or for that uh, corporate uh, vision is to really seek the Lord, alright, and that is in prayer. What did Jesus say? Watch and pray watch and pray all right and uh uh uh, we have to get it right and when we watch and pray we are doing so also with the help of the word of the lord with the help of the holy spirit all right we are saturated with that when you have these, i tell you you'll be a powerful already it's not just praying it's not just uh you know going through uh three minutes of prayer and then forgetting about it already but really seeking god god what do you want? what what's the plan for my life lord you know what 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 about the future what 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 are you doing in my world what are you doing in my church in my company in my family you are really seeking the lord for it Alright, and uh, uh, you're committing even before you take the next step, even totally into the hands of the Lord. So you find that when you have the the help of the of the word of the lord and also the holy spirit you will not get wrong all right you will not get wrong so be 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 watchful you know and 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 make it a matter of prayer you may get it immediately it may take a while but uh uh, i i believe in 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 uh that the the verse in Proverbs you know it may come clearly but sometimes it may not you know uh sometimes we struggle in that area but what does uh chapter 3 says you know commit your ways unto the lord Delight in Him and He will direct your path, alright? That's all that we are asking the Lord to do. Direct my path, dear Lord. You know, even when when, when you are not sure which path to take, is this, the, is this, is this path that you are going to take uh, lead towards the fulfillment or the shattering of that hope and of that dream that you have in your heart? But you communicate to the Lord, you know? And uh, don't worry about it, you know, because once there is that commitment unto the Lord, even if it is a wrong path, God has ways to bring you back. God is better than ways and maps, all right? Uh, you know, and sometimes you <laughs> we see well, wow, ways and maps, what clever I be or so I you know can still bring me back, and all those kind of things. God is better than that, also. You know, of course, we do not deliberately, intentionally do that. But even sometimes or God, or I, Sometimes uh, the path may not be that clear. You know, we take that step and God will bless. Don't worry about it. So the first thing is what? Stand. Stand. Stand, stand on my watch with the help and the power of the word of the Lord and also of the Holy Spirit. Community, you know, and, and commune with the Holy Spirit in that. Now the second step is, as what Hobbit, uh, uh, Habakkuk has said, no, after standing. Okay. And then he says what? I will stand and I will see what God says. Hmm. See what God says. Alright? You're not dependent upon the economic forecast. It's not of men. Alright? You're not talking about politicians, influence, or anything. Alright? You want to see what God says. That's what He says here, right? And watch to see what He will say to me. Now the context of it, uh, as I've said, you know, it may not be uh, a, a very happy Habakkuk, you, know, you know, just waiting, God, whatever you say, you No, know, he he has a conversation with God that he, he, he wants, you know, to have the conversation and answer from the Lord. And so he says, God, what are you saying? You know, and one of the common questions, you know, I always ask, you know, when I go to certain situations when I don't understand is, God, what are, you, what are you trying to say to me? You know, sometimes it's not clear and sometimes vision and even dreams need interpretation. And the best interpretation is from the Lord himself who gives you that, that vision or that burden upon your heart. Everybody says, see. See. Now, that's a very powerful word. What do you see? That marks the difference between a successful person and a non-successful person an illustration came to my mind I, I don't know the name but it was about the sherlock holmes all right the, the detective one so one day they were out camping and this is assistant i can't remember the name Watson, of the assistant Watson. okay wow, you all are good la. <laughs> so they were out camping and all that you know and then uh Uh, as they were lying on the grass and all those things, and uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes just asked Watson, Watson, what do you see? And Watson says, I see the stars, so beautiful. I see the trees, so nice and all that. What else do you see, Watson? Oh, you know, I see the distant, distant, uh, 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 bright light and all those kind of things, you know. And then, what's an asked, Why do you ask? He says. And then Sherlock Holmes says, "Our stand, our ten has been stolen." <laughs> 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 That's why he said that the ten was stolen. Then, <laughs> ah, you caught it now. <laughs> You know? So the sometimes we see all those wars, so far away wah, but the obvious thing, the tent, somebody has stolen the tent at night. You know, we it slipped us. It slipped us. We could not see. That's why I uh, I think it was in Matthew or Mark chapter eight, alright? All right? Uh, there was the man that was blind, you know, brought to Jesus Christ. And he wanted to be healed. You know? and uh, Jesus spat. Alright, spit onto his eye, and uh, uh, he wash it, and then Jesus asked that question. Now, what do you see? Same question, what do you see? And the man says, I see man as trees walking. He's not completely healed yet, you know, but he he responded to Jesus. I see man as trees walking, and then Jesus touched him again, and he was completely healed. What do you see in life? We can go through the obvious and miss a lot of things. That's why we need to ask the Lord to just open our eyes, to see both in the natural as well as in the spiritual realm. There are a lot of things that are happening, really. You know, if we are just careful to just take time to see, to observe, you know. In fact, actually, do you know that you have been, you have been observed everywhere that you go? You know, actually, you have been observed already. There are cameras everywhere nowadays, you know. And we don't know who's observing who's who's behind all those cameras. They know, alright? And Singapore is even better than that, Malaysia in that area, you know. I don't know about it. But you say, hey, people are observing and seeing you, you know. And anywhere that you go, all right? Anywhere that you go, you can see a lot of things if you just open your eyes. In Matthew chapter 9 you know the bible says jesus when he saw the multitudes he saw the multitudes hey everybody could see the crowd but jesus saw the multitudes and the bible says what he was moved with compassion he saw something there he saw something there what did he see he said he, the bible says he saw people you know as sheep without shepherd he sees differently from others The disciples are saying, these are just nuisances. These are just baggages. Send them away. But Jesus saw something different in each one of us and in the crowd. That's what missionaries do. They don't just just capture the ordinary. And that's why God can speak to visionaries so easily. Because they are just like what Habakkuk says. I will stand there and I will see what God says. God, what are you saying? Many times it's based on the word of God. And when the word of the Lord has been released, I tell you, it is powerful. And many times it will stay with you for life. I still remember when I was just a a, a, a young Christian and this Christian uh, 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 sister, you know, One day she called me out and said, Vincent, Vincent, I got a word for you. Oh, wow, powerful. And uh, and at that time she knew that I was about to go to Bible school and all that. And she opened up the scriptures and said, and read to me Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. You all all know that, right? You know? And uh, how God is going to bless and to prosper. All right, uh, Joshua, because of his new uh, 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 endeavor after, after Moses' death. And then he says, You know, you know to, to meditate on the word of the Lord, and it shall be the cause of uh, my success or anything. And up to this day, I still remember. Now I, I know that verse already. I memorized. You know, as a young Christian, I memorized a lot of Bible verses. It was good, but now I'm older, right here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so young people, you memorize the scriptures. I tell you, it is it, uh, uh, for everyone. Not, not just for the young. You know, it, it, it really helps. You know, so it will bring to remembrance. So you find that hey, what do you see? You know. So like I say, when I go to Sama, I saw all those people there. It touches my heart. You know. And uh, uh, the poorest of the poor, I went to the Smoky Mountain in uh, Lapu-Lapu City. These are scavengers, you know. So you you have children, you know, going to the rubbish dump, picking up whatever uh, things that are sellable or of a little bit value, you know, and they leave off the rubbish dump. What do you see? So God may lead you into certain situations as well. And uh, uh, if you are standing on your watch God will speak to you And drop something into your heart It may be a normal situation That, that uh, misses the eye of a lot of people But God will drop something into your heart And that will be the beginning Of a big vision That will be the beginning Of a big dream You never know Where we will lead to So I will see I will see. I will see if this works or not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then he says what? Write the vision. Write the vision. And uh, he says what? Write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Hey, the first tablet is not done by (laughs) apple. Not apple, alright? It's (laughs) Habakkuk. Habakkuk got the first tablet. (laughs) Uh, now, of course, those are tables of stones, alright, that's written there, but it's a tablet, alright, wow, 600 BC, the first tablet was already invented or discovered and used, amazing, alright, And uh, of course, it cannot be connected to the world, but something important was written inside, hmm. write it down, he says, now, with all the IT and all that, I think, I think it's a proven fact already. For you students, you find that many times, all right, uh, how do we take notes nowadays, all right? Uh, last time, you know, uh, I have a lot of members, all right, who for the sermons and all that, they write down on the uh, note, you know. So when one of them, the one I told you, uh, who, who, who at 97 years old, he, he, he's reading a book, this day on the history of Jerusalem, 97-year-old, reading about the history of Jerusalem, he went home to be the Lord, and then after that, the the, the daughter, you know, uh, so went through all the, the belongings, all that, and that passed to me uh, a few books, you know, and notebooks, you know. He said, Pastor, these are all the sermons that you have preached, and my father oh, has written down. Wow, no, wow, and he really wrote down, you know, about three books and all those kind of things, you know. Wow, you know, and uh, there are others who also do that. I know, you know, and uh, so writing down is very important, and. Nowadays, with all the tablets and all the handphones, you'll find that many times we just type in. Alright? We just type in talk, 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 very fast. The finger are, you know, are amazing, <laughs> amazingly fast, you know. And which is good, alright? But do you know studies have shown that if you really copy notes and write down, you remember better? Yes. It's proven. Yeah. You know? And uh, you will remember and it will go to hard rather than just type like that and very fast. Uh, no, and well you you will be faster to take notes, but the retention rate is slower. You know, So those who are studying for exam, they take notes, writing down meticulously, even on the book, uh, notebooks, they, they will excel really, you know, they will do better uh, uh, in fact, you know. And it's more tedious, but it is. So God says, write down, write down, otherwise we forget. Write down, it's not just on the tablets, write within your heart. Live with that vision. You know, meditate upon it. Don't forever forget it at all. In fact, the message Bible says, write it in full block letters. The message Bible. You read the message Bible, write it in full block letters so that you do not miss it at all. It's very important for us to do that. Not just writing down physically, but really really letting it sink into your heart. Meditating, absorbing everything that the that, that vision entails. And live by it, day and night. Live in that kind of a vision. And it will take you very, very far. Somebody say, Amen. 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 And then after that, you run with the vision. When it's all there already, all right, so step by step, as I say, stand, see, write, and then you run with a vision. You know, now one of the most frustrating jobs as a pastor through the years, and I'll be very honest with you, every year we have what we call the planning summit. Wow, planning summit, wall. fantastic, uh, you know. So the board members, the pastors the key. You know, that, you know normally there that may be about uh, 30 to 40 of us. You know, we go to now we go to Fraser, lah, we, you know, after that, okay, we enclose in a room, and okay, we, we, we review all that has happened in the previous year, or the present year, and then we, we talk about uh, our, our, our strategy, our vision for the following year, and after that, of course, somebody will copy down, write down, write down the vision, you know, and uh, come up with a with mini's and the book is this thick, you know? <laughs> you know, wonderful compilation. Every discussion, every question is recorded down there. And then after that, after that what happened? <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Nothing happened. <laughs> after that, that book, you know, it's a, it just put into, into the cabinet and all that. Who's going to run with it? That's a key question. And that's where many times we feel. No runners. You know, we need runners. Insurance company need runners. Lawyers also need runners. Huh? Just to renew your insurance, all right, You know, you have to pay somebody uh, for ten, five, five, uh, about ten ringgit. You know, they will do all the paperwork for you, all right? They will run to the uh, government office and bring back the document. You just coming for that? That's it. Lawyers also the same. They need runners, you know. And you pay extra for all those. Uh, you pay extra fee for that. Even drug cartel, they need runners. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do it themselves. They need runners, you know. Drug cartel, you know. And here in the church, we need runners with a vision. And that's the most challenging part. The implementers who will run with a vision. Now, if it's your personal vision, of course, I believe that you will run with it. You know? And, uh, and many times, my job as a, as a pastor, even right up to this stage, is to identify those people who have a vision. You know, I will never start anything. I will never start any ministry if there is no person whom the Lord has already dealt with. And they may have the burden there already. They want to run with the vision, but they don't have the resources. They don't know how. That's where I come in. And I just uh, stoke the fire, you know, and encourage them in that. And then provide even uh, some avenues so that they can fulfill that vision. Friends, brothers and sisters, we must, Be able to run with the vision This is where the rubber meets the road This is what uh, uh, John Maxwell is talking about It is not just the ability to see It is not just the faith to believe But it is the courage to do it The courage to do it And many times when God gives us this vision It is a vision It's not a road map God doesn't give us a roadmap so that you know. Okay, after this I go here, after this I go there. So easy? No, it's not a roadmap. Many times God doesn't give us any roadmap. It's just a vision tugging in your heart. You know that causes you that kind of a restlessness. That that, that causes you to want to pursue further and believe God even for it. It's something that really inspires you. That's why inspires me even in in a lot a lot of things that we do in the ministry. It's the vision that drives, you know. Sometimes it's just something that God drops into you. Sometimes it's direct, and He brings all the people together, you know. And uh, many times it may not be from the from the from the compilation of the notes from the planning summit, you know, that is uh, uh, one hundred and fifty pages. No, not necessarily. All right, you know. And I, by the way, I have all the compilation from year to here. <laughs> and I got all the books there. I said, man, what do I do with all that? And when I look back at it, uh, of course, well, uh, over a period of time, that vision, you know, also kaput already. You know, no yeah. more, you know. Uh, and it becomes just, just a written document. Alright? So, you find that you must catch it and run. Run with it. Hallelujah. And, uh, when you take a step, the Lord will really bless. And after you run with it, what do you do? Okay, you wait for the vision. You wait for the fulfillment of the vision. The vision has already been given. You already got it. You see the. You uh, uh uh uh. You you see you see and you run with it. But now you wait for the fulfillment of it. Many times uh, it does not happen overnight. It's not fulfilled overnight. And this is where we really have to wait. He says, you know what? Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. Alright, so many times we run ahead of the vision or we are behind the vision. You know, and sometimes we thought, oh, you know, the vision will never happen. Alright, we have done all that we could but we did not see the results. But the Bible says what? Wait, it will happen. It will happen. It may be one week, it may be one year, it may be ten years, but he says, don't worry, wait for it and it will surely come to pass. If you have been following all these steps, you'll find that God will bring about the fulfillment of it. But for us here, this is a, another problem case, to wait. How many of you like to wait? Ah, afterward you'll be tested when the bus comes. You know, before the bus come, you know, <laughs> two o'clock. <laughs> you have to wait until two o'clock and right? all those things. You know, and uh, we don't like to wait. But hey, I don't know, a lot of life. You know, a major part of life is just spending waiting. Really, just waiting and waiting for others and all those kind of things. That's why I'm sensitive to this. You know, if I make an appointment, I make sure that I'm on time because otherwise I'm stealing from the time of other people who have to wait for me. I learned that from a businessman, you know, in my church. You know, whenever I make an appointment with him, uh, he comes uh, half an hour earlier. One. <laughs> you know, uh, I say, hey, why you come so early? He says, I, I prefer to be early than late, you know. Never mind, I will wait this is, you know. And another person that is really punctual on time, these Koreans, I tell you, uh, at least the one that I know, uh, Pastor Lee Yong Hoon, the pastor of the largest church in the world, in Yoedo know, uh, Full Gospel Church. You know, whenever I have a lunch or dinner appointment with him, I tell you, if it's 7 o'clock, he'll be there about 6.30 or uh, 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 6.45. If I go there at 7 o'clock, not late. You know, If I go there at 6.59, uh, I'm not late. But I tell you, this man, famous man, all right, with the largest church in the world is waiting for me. Malu, you know, so <laughs> cannot, cannot happen. So I uh, must beat it and be back earlier, you know, you know. And that's very good control of time, all right, you know. Otherwise, you find that hey, you know, uh, we are not showing respect per se, you know. And here is another guy, all right. And they have learned to be patient, patient. One boy asked the uh, asked, asked, asked the father, you know, uh, 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 why. Uh, 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 he, 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 he was just uh, in the waiting room, you know, and uh, there are so many waiting rooms all over nowadays, all right? There are all kinds of waiting rooms, and uh, uh, and so the boy was waiting, the father was waiting, and the father was complaining, why is he taking so long, and all those kind of things, and the father was obviously agitated already, and then the son asked the question, dad? Why do they call the people in the hospital patients? <laughs> Have you ever wondered? Huh? They don't call them sick people, patients, right? You know? That means, hey, You have to be very patient in the hospital. (laughs) You know, because there's a long waiting list. You have to wait for a long time and you go to the hospital. Of course, I'm talking about Malaysian hospital, all right? (laughs) Singapore one, very efficient. But they have made a study even of of the spaces in the hospital. You know, how they designed the hospital and all that. You know, easily one third of the hospital is uh, made up of waiting rooms, all right? There's waiting room you know for to collect your medicine there's waiting room to go to the ER there's waiting room on almost every area all right you know for surgery there's waiting room so a lot of spaces in the hospital is just made up of waiting rooms and nowadays doctors are smart you know they know that hey people don't like to wait you know, especially for a long time, you know. Yeah. And so what they do is they move you around. <laughs> From this place, after that they call your name. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're so happy already. <laughs> after that they move you to another place and then you wait. Uh, still waiting about, you know. Uh, but you felt better, right? You felt better. My name is Kala and now I move. And after that, your name is Kala again. Then they move you to another place before finally you get to see the doctor. They are very smart. They play psychology with you, you know, because you feel less agitated. You know, you don't, you don't feel like, ah, he's it's, it's so draggy and all that. You know, so we play with ourselves. But human beings are by nature very impatient people. One of the uh, uh, most famous uh, preachers who is well known for his impatience. You know, this preacher, is uh, he cannot wait one, you know, and, and everybody knows that. So one day, his staff or his assistant was say, well, saw him, you know, pacing up and down the office, pacing up and down the office, you know, and obviously he was agitated. So the, the, the aide asked him, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Bruce, Phillips Bruce, all right, now, Dr. Bruce is... Is something wrong, you know, because he was pacing up and down. And he turned around and said, yes, something is wrong. What is it, sir? You know, what is wrong? He says, the problem is I am in a hurry and God is not. Now, that's a big problem, isn't it? And he couldn't wait. God, what are you waiting for? Let's do it. You know, and many times, oh, with our vision, we want to see it come to pass immediately. We want to build the wall of Nehemiah in 52 days. 52 days. No, five years. 52 days. You know, we want to push for it. Because there is says, wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. The vision will come to pass. Then your neighbor and say, be patient,
1: huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then live by faith. Live by faith. Alright? And uh, he says, the judge shall live by faith. I think now we are, are not in chapter 2. Oh yeah, we're still in chapter 2, verse 14. Uh, verse 4, you know. And this is very critical. Hi, hey, Those visionaries, many times, hey, it's, it's by faith. all right. The just shall live by faith. That's the only way to please God. That's the only way to see the fulfillment of that vision. Many times, it's a step of faith. You don't have the resources, you don't have the people together, and you just do it. All right? You just step up by faith. Martin Luther says you know, about faith. You know what is faith? You know? He says, you know, faith is just like climbing up the steps. Alright? Not just a straight step, but a crooked or a winding There, He says faith is taking that first step up the staircase when you cannot see the staircase at all. You don't know where the staircase leads, but you take the first step anyway. If you want to wait for everything to be in place, it will never happen at all. So many times, you just have to do it by faith. Scary. Are very very rewarding, and you can be sure that when you jump, God is there to catch you. Amen. Yeah. God is there to catch you. You know, and sometimes you you just don't have the means and the resources, and sometimes you know there is a change of job. You know, and it's kind of scary also. You don't know where God will lead to you next to. You know, and uh, but I tell you, it is very very rewarding. The step of faith. In fact, nothing is accomplished without faith at all, you know. And God words, all right, uh, uh, combine faith as re- and vision. Vision is faith. Faith is vision, you know. And uh, uh, it is tied in together, all right. And as Christians, you know, faith is tied into a faithful God who will never fail. Somebody say, Amen. amen. Somebody say, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The just shall live by faith. And jumping into uh, uh, chapter three, all right? Jumping into chapter three now. It he says here, "Yet I will rejoice in the Lord; I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength; He will make my feet like deer's feet, and He will make me walk on high heels." So after all the conversation between Habakkuk and, uh, and, 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 and 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 the Lord, finally in chapter three. You find that Habakkuk was satisfied and he says, No, I will keep silent now. And his 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 uh, uh, uh speech or his conversation turn around and look at what he says, you know, I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When you see how God leads and how God blesses and how the Lord even can turn situations around, it may not turn out the way that you want it. If you read the previous verse in verse uh right? If you read the previous verse, in verse uh, seventeen, I think you know, chapter three, verse seventeen, you find that he says what? Though the fig tree does not blossom, you know. Now sometimes vision does not turn everything your way, but it is God's way. We do not fully understand, you know. But one thing, if you have been committed to the Lord, even up to this point, he says, "Yeah, what?" Though the victory does not blossom, though uh, uh, a lot of things may not happen and turn out your way, and yet it says here that, you know, he will rejoice in the Lord of my salvation. God is my strength. And God will uh, uh, put put a, a joy even in your steps that you can leap and jump. Finally, this despondent prophet was taken out. Of all his questions on the ways of God and he learns to just fully trust in the Lord amen Mm -hmm. trust in the Lord brothers and sisters at the end of the day you will rejoice you will rejoice you may not understand everything you may not uh, 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 obtain everything but you will rejoice and uh, the Lord will be your strength and I like this verse here and especially for all those who are not so young anymore all right, he says what? He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on high heels. I play golf with a lot of the seniors, you know, and I tell you, one of the common complaints is the leg the leg, oh, beginning to give way, and it's serious, you know, the knee or the joint and all those things, but God says, I will make you strong, you will walk on the hills, you will jump and you will be like a deer, hallelujah, that is the fulfillment of the vision that God will grant to his people. We are the visionaries. Somebody say amen. amen. We are amen. the visionaries. God has created us to be visionaries, you know, and uh, so many things uh, that can be done, you know, in the name of the Lord. So do not be satisfied with where you are. You know, God has created to you to be visionary, to dream dreams and to and to see visions. Continue to cultivate that. Continue to just uh, do all the six steps uh, uh, that, that, that that is mentioned here and I believe that the Lord will bless you and uh, as, as, as an individual as well as, uh, as a church. So these steps are all laid out step by step. Go back and read the book of uh, Habakkuk again and follow after it. And I pray that the Lord will lead you every step of the way and you will finally see the fulfillment and joy will fill your heart. Somebody say Amen. 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 Let's pray together. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You don't have to be a strategist. You don't have to be a great thinker before you develop that vision in your heart. God can just drop it into your heart. God can just cause you suddenly to open your eyes and you see something that you have never seen before. In fact, when I was a younger minister, when my leash, when, my, when, 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 when I begin to lose out on my vision, and I, and I fall into a kind of a pattern of routine and a rut in my ministry, I will go back to Alastair. I will go back to Alastair my hometown. And I will go to the train station. And it was in the train station that I first captured my my, my vision for the work of the Lord. And there will be the poor, half-closed, and they will be sleeping at the sideways or near the drain of the railway station. And that sight itself will renew my vision for the Lord. Simple things. God can plant that vision. And it gives me the energy. Give me the strength. To serve the Lord. To move on and to believe Him. Even to do greater things. To be a blessing to others. That they may see the glory of the Lord. So brothers and sisters, I believe that in the days to come, God will touch you. God, in fact, God has already touched you. Some of you are already seeing vision right here in this hall. You have shared with me. Some of you have already been dreaming dreams, and you have shared that with me also. Thank you. Praise the Lord for what He's doing. And the rest of you, don't think that you are too young or too old. God can use anybody. And for the church, you know, I, I, I you know. I I know that the Lord is doing something here, even in Maranatha. I see souls that are coming in. I see young people that are flooding in. At the same time, I see even in this world, in this nation, things are going not going to be getting easier. It's going to get tougher. Yes, we need to see. And for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in Singapore, the challenges will be greater than ever before. But do not be fearful. God can use anybody, any way, any means to build His church. And I see great things coming, in, even to Maranatha. Hallelujah. You have to learn to just put the things behind and the things that you do not understand. And to go run with the vision. Run with the vision. God will grant Maranatha that vision. And as a body of Christ, a body of believers, runners, let's run with the vision. And God will bless. And the church of the Lord Jesus Christ will rejoice. Amen, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Great days are coming, church. You are going to rejoice as never before when you follow the Lord hallelujah shall we stand together hallelujah praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah 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 wonderful jesus wonderful jesus amen 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 reach out to the lord right where you are in this final moment final of the camp reach out to the lord i don't know how the lord is speaking to you I don't know which phase of development that that the Lord is leading you. Whether you are the beginning stage of just standing watch and asking the Lord to show you. Or whether you are at that stage where you have to implement it and do it. And just trust the Lord. By faith. Hallelujah. But whatever it is, God is doing something in your heart right now. Just reach out to the Lord. Hallelujah. Reach out to Him right now. hallelujah, hallelujah, Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Oh, raba shaka da raba sha Hallelujah. 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 Oh, da shaka da raba raba shadi. Let's all pray. Let's all pray. Let's stand at our walls right now. God is coming something in your heart. Oh, Raba hallelujah 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 glory to god glory to god hallelujah praise the lord urabaka shaka daraba shada darabi hallelujah hallelujah oh urabaka shaka daraba shada darabi hallelujah daraba ka shaka daraba shani yes 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 hallelujah oh god is giving a new screen in your steps. hallelujah hallelujah you came in so down and wondering what are you doing lord just like hamacom is asking what in the world are you doing are you doing anything lord god is saying yes 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 i have a plan yes i have a vision yes it will come to pass hallelujah God cares for you. God cares for each one of us. God has a vision and a plan. God cares for Maranatha. God cares even for the churches in Singapore. Oh, great things are happening, but we must rise up. Oh, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for each and every one of these young children, Your Lord. We have been soaking in your presence, dear Lord. We have been open to the word of the Lord, and Lord, you have ministered to our hearts, and we give you thanks, dear Lord. But today, right now, in these final moments of the camp, right where we are, dear Lord, I pray for the fire of the Holy Spirit to come down upon each and every person right now, dear Lord. We cannot move forward without your Holy Spirit, we, Lord. We We cannot move forward without the word of the Lord. Steering us on, dear Lord. And so even right now, I speak for the release of the Holy Spirit and the word of the Lord to come alive in our hearts, dear Lord. You will lead, you will bless, dear Lord, every heart that is seeking you, every heart that is waiting, standing washed, dear Lord. In the name of Jesus, dear God, I release the power of the Lord God Almighty and the uh, you are doing and what you desire to do dear lord so lead and guide and bless each and every one dear father and lord use them for your glory to bring joy dear lord to the kingdom of god and to others as well let them experience your lord oh your faithfulness as they believe you and trust you dear lord You will blessed because you are pleased, dear Lord. So, Father, I pray that you will lead and guide also oh uh, Mar-an-a- Maranatha Church, dear Lord, in Singapore. It shall be a great church, oh Lord. It shall rise up in the midst of all the challenging situations all around, dear Lord. It shall reach out even to the, to the community, to the neighbors, and even to the other nations, oh God. Lord, great things are happening even in Maranatha cause our eyes to see and our heart to understand And to believe you for it dear father So Lord I commit each and every person And the leadership dear Lord Pastor the and the rest into your loving hands Thank you, thank you, thank you dear Lord for their lives Oh continue to unite their hearts together And let your will be done Let your kingdom come In Maranatha dear Lord And we shall see you dear Lord When you come again for your sins Amen. Amen. God bless you. Really appreciate each one of you. Love each one of you. Thank you. Church, let's sing this song as a response to the message.